Welcome to The Joy Factor, a podcast dedicated to helping you create a path to joyful living each and every day. We're sharing inspiration from real people combined with practical tools you can use to unleash the playful and joyful spirit already inside you. Now, here's your host, therapist, life coach, and yoga teacher, Julie Hansen. Hello and welcome to episode 16 of the Joy Factor podcast. It is good to be here with you today. I think you're really going to enjoy this episode, especially if you're a guy looking for a solid relationship or even just a good date. My guest is Jeffrey Platts, and he's a men's coach and authentic communication expert. He's passionate about helping men create amazing relationships with women. Jeffrey has over 20 years of personal study and transformational training, and he's led nearly 200 workshops and retreats on personal growth, dating, and communication. Jeffrey's work and writing has been featured in the Huffington Post, Washington Post, ABC News, Authentic Man Program, and the Good Men Project. He brings a rich toolbox of insights and experiences to his facilitation and integrates his adventures as a DJ, amateur stand-up comedian, salsa dancer, yoga teacher, and world traveler. I really like Jeffrey, and I've been following his work for several years now, and he just has always struck me as, you know, a really authentic person and somebody that was passionate about helping men and helping men become better at relationships helps women. So I hope you will enjoy the episode. All right, Jeffrey. So glad you could be here today. How are you doing? I'm great. Thank you. Thank you. It's great to have you. Thank you for inviting me on 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 your on your show. Yeah. I have to tell you, you must be enjoying the weather in California compared to. Didn't you live in the D.C. area in the past? I yes. I I, I I'm East Coast born and raised. Was in Connecticut through high school, and then in college I went to D.C. and then I was there for 20 years, and then I moved about here. About two years ago, two, yeah, almost two, almost two years ago, um, to LA first for the year and a half, and then since then I've, I've we've moved to uh, San Diego. So, All right. both both are good in my opinion, <laughs> weather wise for sure. Yeah, I'm yeah. feeling the cold. Today. Yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. <laughs> well, let's get started. Why don't you tell us a little bit about the work that you do with men, and just give us some background? Yeah. what led you down the path? Yeah. So, uh, so the work I do with guys is primarily based around relationships and, and dating. So basically I, I call it, I train men how to, how to meet and create, meet, meet amazing women and create relationships with those women in, in a singular sense, meaning they, most of the, the guys that come to me are monogamy minded. Right. But, mm-hmm. um, and the guys that have just either struggled and they've got things going on in, in well, going well for them in other areas of their life, but for whatever reason, the dating relationship stuff is either it was successful for a while, but now it's kind of fizzled or it never really has been a forte of them and they just haven't really thrived in that area. Um, and so they come to me and, and we just dive it deep. You know, we do but a lot of it's inner stuff, you know, like what's, how are they viewing, how do they view life? How do they view themselves? How do they view men? How do they view women? How do they view relationships? How do they view love and sex and all these things? 
with the idea of transforming them and getting them really really solid in in themselves so that they can you know, confidently and comfortably meet you know the kind of women that they want to meet and then how to create a relationship uh with those women a solid one you know because i think where a lot of times uh, other coaching or programs fall short is like you know they, they teach about how to how to meet and create and build attraction that's great but what happens if you you know after you meet someone that you really want to build something with and that's where i think i kind of fill in that gap and help help really get them get them in a solid foundation so what so. do you see as kind of some of the maybe one or two of the common obstacles that sort of run through as themes yeah with, with clients is that they they tend to like emotional awareness like we're so we're taught so so early on as men and as boys to to just stuff our emotions you know, you know, boys don't cry kind of thing and, and, and men don't cry and, and we just kind of don't have a healthy or even conscious awareness of our, our emotions and, and, and the role that emotions play in our life, right? Um, and, and so that's a, that's a big one for, for my clients and it was a big one for my own journey um, to become aware of our emotions, to slow down, to not numb ourselves as best we can with, you know, porn or video games or food or sports mm-hmm. or at this day and age politics, whatever, whatever it is that kind of, um, you know, just distracts, you know, even, even myself, you know, even yesterday I noticed myself kind of, Oh, the, I'm kind of feeling some uncomfortable emotion around something. And I noticed myself gravitating more towards some junk food or towards, you know, reaching for my phone to, to look at the latest headlines, you know, that kind of stuff. Um, so that's one big thing uh, is, is the, is the emotional awareness and that kind of ties into like presence and connection and all these and communication and all these things. And, and the other thing is, I think is just a level of self-awareness and self-direction, kind of like becoming aware of who you are and what you want and what drives you, what really makes you and not just following the herd. And, and then, and specifically choosing what you want your life to look like. Like, what do you want to, you know, what do you, what are you, what are you going to settle for? What are you not going to settle for? Um, what do you want to create? You know, how do you want to really just, be the source of the of your own transformation and your own guidance. So those are the two biggest things, and then other things tie into that, right? You know, cultural ideas around around men and 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 masculinity, and that's another one too. It ties into the, to the second piece of, of self awareness. Is like, what is your version of masculinity? You know, it doesn't have to look like Tom Brady or mm-hmm. or The Rock or, or 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 any version. I think we get into this. It has to look like a, a certain physical type, a certain amount of facial hair, a certain line of work, you know, that they have to do. You have to really be this financially aware. You need to know how to fix your car and, and all these kinds of things, which are good things to know and, and to do, but they don't necessarily make you a better man or more of a man. Right. I love how you say, be the source of your own transformation. And I think it's just important to kind of highlight this idea of a lot of us know what we don't want, but there just isn't as much attention spent on, well, what do you want? Yeah. Who are you? Yeah. 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 And and, and I think it takes, um, I think, you know, the way that I kind of try to show up online and just on Facebook and just in my own kind of teachings is, 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 leading by example, you know, give, give, giving that permission to like, hey, it's, it's okay to, you know, personal growth is f-ing cool. You know what I mean? Like personal growth is, is a cool thing to get involved in. You know, in my experience, it was overwhelmingly predominated by women, you know, at workshops and things that I do, especially when to the, to the spiritual slash relationship communication, they tend to be the, that's who they gravitate more towards that. If it's, I haven't done research to know why that is, but 
either way, I think the, it, it's to make personal growth cool again, or cool for men and acceptable. It's a, it's a thing you do. It's kind of like, you know, you get a personal trainer, cool. Well, you hire a life coach, you hire a coach to get some results mm-hmm. in a certain area of your life. And so I think that's kind of, you know, and then and having these spaces, you know, whether it's a men's group or whether it's a workshop or, or even just joining, you know, a, a conscious Facebook group, you know, that you can kind of have conversations like this around masculinity with other men is very, very, very important. You know, it's just, it's, it's the conversation as a starter is the first step, I think, a lot of times. Right. And it's just so rare to find that conversation happening. And I think that, you know, what struck me, and I'm trying to remember, I think my friend Nando introduced me to you. Oh, yeah, yeah, yeah. Yes. I love that guy. I love him. Yeah. Yeah. Hi, yeah. I remember that. I remember that specifically. Yeah. Like, uh, a while, like it was years ago, I think when I was first meeting, connecting with him on Twitter, he like tagged you in something or like introduced us or something. And then we became Facebook friends, I think. And then, and yes. one of the things was, you know, when I lived in New York and I took my yoga teacher training, which was after geez, 2002, um, we would do these exercises and they were, you know, eye gazing exercises. Mm-hmm the practice of looking deeply into someone's eyes. Yes. And then, and I remember taking that to Texas and I would do premarital workshops and we would have, you know, oftentimes just a moment where we would have the couples look at one another in the eye. Yeah. And then I saw what you were doing. And- yeah. So, um, so I did for, for, yeah, for when I first started getting into like coaching and personal growth in a professional capacity, you know, I've been doing personal growth since I was like 17. Um, so over 20, 23 years now. And I've just been um, just for my own, for my own enjoyment, you know, my own kind of being a junkie around this stuff, you know? And then I, you know, back in like 2009, 2010 is when I started to kind of, I took this training in San Francisco around circling and authentic relating, mm-hmm. which is a style of, of facilitation. And, and, and part of that also was uncovering and learning some of these practices, right, that can be done in a, in a setting as a group. And so, yeah, one of them was an eye-gazing event. And so where the premise was, you know, speed dating without the talking, right? And you just slow it down. And, and I did, you know, several of those in, in, in D.C. and some in Toronto as well. And then so it just became, it was one of those things where, like, it was a novel enough concept and, and sadly you know rare enough in these in this day and age to to be necessary right it's almost like kind of we need these kinds of things to because we're we're so distracted you know how many times you know just go to the next go to the go to starbucks or chipotle or wherever you are and and see who's in line and see where they're looking they're looking at their phone you know myself included right like we all we all get succumb to that that easy easy distraction um and so yeah so that was like an amazing thing that i kind of practiced on myself or practiced myself in all these workshops and trainings and i just loved it it was very powerful and so simple um and it also very like you know scary too for a lot of times a lot of people and um so yes i did that and in in dc and and it was was great you know definitely caught caught fire for for a while there and and i integrated into other stuff so i kind of expanded just beyond okay there's more there's more that can be done you know, after we gaze, right? And so that's when I started doing more authentic relating style um, uh, workshops and events and whatnot. So yeah, so that's kind of how I started, yeah. So how do you think, this is sort of the two-parter of how do you think your work is helping men create more joy in their lives? And then how has it helped you create more joy in yours? Yeah, so, so my work, I think, I think what, what, what the, the main thing around creating the, joy for for them is just is just putting it on the menu putting the the tools and the skills and, and the awareness to of how to create connection 
with, with not just women, but like with, with, with anybody, right. Or with, you know, their family, their, uh, one of my clients had, you know, transformed his relationship with his boss. So his boss was working, you know, as an environmental, in an environmental uh, organization. And he had his boss that was, you know, wanted to think about leaving. And then in our work together, it kind of rippled into like the work he did with transforming his relationship with women in dating capacity also transformed his relationship with his boss. Mm -hmm. And, and so it's kind of like the possibility of joy becomes increased. The more awareness you have around who you are and how you show up in the world and, and the possibility of connection. Right. Cause I think for me, joy comes from connection with something, right? Mm -hmm. It's either going to be connection with ourself, mm -hmm. connection with another person, connection with the world, with nature, with, you know, an animal or a piece of music. There's the joy happens through a connection of some sort. You know, when we're numb, when we're checked out, distracted, or, or just emotionally numb in whatever way, we're disconnected in some way. So I think then joy is not possible because, you know, we could have, you know, I'm sure we've, I've had the experience of, of, of being in a joyful environment or a celebration, but just not feeling anything connected wise. You know, I'm like, I, I feel, why am I feeling sad? I'm feeling sad because it's probably disconnected in some way, shape or form. So I think for me, like, yeah, the work I do with men and, and then subsequently the work I'm doing with men is actually helping women, right? Because I'm mm -hmm. creating more, uh, the pool of men that are conscious and self-aware and, and action taking and, 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 and have communication skills is getting bigger. And that then in turn helps women that are subsequently, you know, um, approached by those men or right. have relationships, you know, created by those men. So, <laughs> mm -hmm. So I think for me, it's, a, it's, it's more from, from that perspective of really being self-aware around connection and how to create that, how to become a connoisseur of connection, how to know when it's there, when it's not there, how to increase it when, when you want it to increase and feel closer to someone. So I think that's the biggest one that I would say is like to put it on the menu and put, giving them the tools to choose it more often and more, more effectively. I love that idea of putting it on the menu. And, um, yeah. you know, you come across so authentically, like I had never spoken to you before today, but anytime, you know, you come across my feed, like that's just sort of the consistent impression that I get from mm. you. And that authenticity is such a gift, you know, and I think a lot of people don't even realize, you know, when we're talking about not being connected you know, people may look to therapy or to coaching or, you know, something and think, well, I, you know, I don't know what to do. I need help. But they're not. Mm -hmm. The cool part is, is to be able to have an authentic relationship with the clients that you work with and really model that. Yes. Um, it taps into this whole it taps into being able to counter this deep sense of isolation that so many people feel. And I th yeah, I think it's kind of this, especially when we're online, like it creates that, it can, it can create that false sense of connection. Like, oh, I'm part of a community. I'm part of this, this, this tribe, which I think it's helpful, but I think it's best. I've always viewed online as a best, as a great facilitator for offline connection, mm -hmm. you know, cause like if it, it, it's not a substitute for, it can't, it, it can never be. Right. It's like that movie, her, I don't know if you've seen that with, uh, with Joaquin Phoenix and it's like, kind of like, yeah, like, and I've had moments where like, I'm kind of feeling this connection, you know, with somebody or two or to some people. And it's like, this is not even, this is real, but like, I don't know if that makes sense, but like, yeah, there's that kind of, it's like, there's like a blessing and a curse and everything, right. There's always a pro and a con to it and there's duality. So I've always found that it's, it's, it's it, you need to get offline as much as possible, but it's so great. It's a great thing to use 
you know, like look at meetup, meetup.com is a great online tool, mm-hmm. but it's not, nobody hangs out there all the time exclusively is designed to have meetups offline right. in person. Right. And to be so able to bring things alive and to say, you know, yeah. when you can say, well, I'm going to hire a team. And I already, mm-hmm. you know, I pay somebody to do my oil changes. I pay somebody to clean my teeth. You know, let me mm-hmm. let me assemble a part of my team that is about my awareness and my emotional life to help me figure out, well, how do I not only put this on the menu, but how do I keep it there? Like, how do yeah. I really prioritize that? Totally. Yeah. So do you have any kind of a motivational quote or advice that you've received from someone who's taught you about <laughs> living more joyfully? Yeah, it's it's um well one that I love by by um, Eckhart Tolle, which let me let me pull it up here. But uh, but the short version, there, if I'll just share that, which just comes off the top of my head always, um, is 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 that which you think the world is withholding from you, you are withholding from the world. Mm. So it's almost like this thing for me. It's always like when I'm thinking I'm being you know, oh, I'm being a victim in some way or like, you know, I'm not getting invited to parties and I'm not, you know, nobody's calling me back and and whatnot or, or, you know, look at all these people like they're, you know, they're all, you know, cranky or, you know, they're judging people and looking here I am judging people for thinking that they're judging people. Right. So it's, it's one of those things where like, cool, let me, let me, let me shift that. Let me be the source of that. Let let me, let me go first. Right. And so it's, it's kind of like, and I always find that magic comes from that you know it's like cool if i'm not getting invited to parties for whatever reason if that's true or not true objectively or or subjectively it's like cool let me let me do a party and let me invite people that i want to invite let me be the source of that you know say hello first let me be the source of 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 you know let me if i'm not cool if i'm not feeling that i'm getting enough validation or compliments or appreciation from certain people cool well let me am i give have i been giving that am i just kind of wanting to be like a like a like a parasite and just receive 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 validation that do i ever do i give it as well what if i just gave it isn't that kind of pleasurable in and of itself mm. um so it's almost like that so i love that quote of, of just kind of let me kind of be this let me give that out you know if i'm think i'm not receiving it cool well let me give it and then the act of giving it it's kind of embedded that you have it to give Yeah, that's a great quote. And just being able to put the pause button when that emotion comes up, right? Mm -hmm. Like the one that we don't want to deal with. Yeah. And to ask a couple of questions around it. Yeah. And to like, yeah, just kind of get, get, get curious of your own experience. Yes. Okay. So what about maybe some other examples of uh, moments where you're struggling to be joyful? What steals your joy? How do you get it back? Yeah. Good question. (laughs) But typically, um, when you know the the moments when I'm like not feeling joy, if I'm only chasing joy, then I think then I'm going to be set up for frustration, right? If I'm always you know joy is the is the default, I need to be feeling joy all the all the time, all the you know it's like that's going to set myself up for 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 failure because like you know life is life. It's almost like there's I guess the distinction I would make around this is there's a difference between choosing joy and always being joyful. Mm-hmm. So it's like, I can always choose to be like, same thing with positivity, right? Like I can always, it's one thing, I'm, my goal is to always be positive. Cool. Well, that's, that's a great goal. Good luck with that. And, or if my, my goal is to always choose positivity, then cool. I, that's more practical because cool, I'm going to get knocked down, but I can always reframe and choose something positive instead. 
right? So I think there's where the, there's a balance of like, yeah, like we're going to, we can choose optimism. We can choose to be joyful. We can choose a perspective that feels better than one that feels the opposite, right? It feels you know, frustrating or sad or whatever. And I think it's just, so for me, it's always in one, one guidance that I've generally go by is like, you know, do I feel expansion or contraction? you know, around this topic or around this mm-hmm. thinking or around this thing? Do I feel an expansiveness in my heart and chest and stomach or do I feel contracted and, and closed? Um, and generally that's my guidance kind of telling me one way or the other. This is either continue following this line of thinking or this perspective or to not do that. And so typically like, yeah, so for, to go back to your question around does it, when do I feel lack of, of, of joy is, is typically when I'm just, on autopilot, you know, around, a lot of times I find myself, it's around technology when I have too much technology around me, when I'm like mm-hmm. watching too much TV or watching too much stuff online or on Facebook too much and the screen time throughout the day, like is, it doesn't really fulfill me long-term. And so I'll notice that and then decide to unplug and go into nature or just connect with Vanessa. And just one of those things where, yeah, I think it's, it's really self-awareness around this stuff is really key and it's, it's an energetic self-awareness right being aware of the energy in your body because if we're all head all thoughts all thoughts it's going to be we're, there's a disconnect right mm-hmm. to, to, we're not going to be able to feel that that difference so if there's somebody out there who is really thinking wow that sounds great but how do i get started like, <laughs> what would be yeah. just the tiniest step even what you just said about you know being more embodied right? Like being more aware of kind of the questions of, is this, you know, does this feel contracted or expansive? Yeah, I like that. Um, so the first step is, I guess, I guess the first step is obviously get, get clear that you want to have that happen, that you're, there's, you're deciding to, to make this an intention for you, to make this a priority. Like I want to have a different experience of my life and I want to move toward feeling more joy or more positive um, emotions that feel good to me more of the time. Right. Once that decision's made, then you can like start to seek out ways to do that. And so one way to really just as best you can is like set a timer. And I would say, start with a minute, like you use your phone or, 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 your, or if you have a digital watch or Casio or something, that's what I use um, mm-hmm. is just set the timer for your phone and just like, and just be with yourself. Just be like, notice where you are first and foremost is like the number one step of any of this, I think is like, where are you? What is going on? What are the thoughts in your body? I'm sorry, thoughts in your mind. What are the sensations in your body? What are the emotions that you're feeling? That's it. Just naming what's present and what's true, mm-hmm. you know? And then one way to do that is literally use the sentence, what's true, you know? So what's true? What's true is that I'm sitting here on my meditation cushion. What's true is that I am speaking with you right now. Mm-hmm. What's true is that I'm looking out the window and I see the clouds um, and the trees and the palm trees, you know, swaying. What's true is that my knees are bent and my feet are planted on the floor, you know, like, and then going, and, and, and when I say what's true to really do it in a very objective way, like where it's not, argue, you can't argue with right. it. Like you couldn't come in like, oh, that's not true, Jeffrey, you know, like, you know, which, which can come in communications and relationships, right? And when, oh yeah, you're feeling angry. Well, no, I'm not. I'm actually just, you know, really tired and cranky, you know? Um, so to do it with yourself, so like, you know, you come in, you can go up tomorrow if you want, but like at least start with one minute. Like, what's true? What's true right now? Like, what is, is it with the intention of just grounding yourself into the present moment experience? Yes. So what's one true? minute. I love it. Yeah. Yeah. Okay. So let's talk about how our listeners can find you and any special programs or offerings that you want to tell us about. Yeah. Thank you. Yeah. I appreciate that. Um, 
Yeah, the best way is just to kind of con- connect with me on Facebook uh, or Instagram. Um, those are the two main ones that I that I that I share on. So Facebook.com and you go slash Jeffrey Platts. So J E F F R E Y P L A T T S. Um, same thing with Instagram. My name is Jeffrey Platts. Follow me on there, and I post you know pretty pretty regularly, like several times a day, on all different things around kind of these these topics. Or my website, obviously, that's another one. I keep forgetting. <laughs> yeah, JeffreyPlatts.com, and. Um, yeah, right now I'm actually just focusing on uh, on op- I have some spots for for some new clients. I'm looking to open up a few spots for some VIP clients, where I'm looking for a few really really good men that are hungry to really dive into this area of their life and really master it. And so, if if any man that's listening to this, you know, if a woman that knows a man that that might be interested in this, to send send them my information or just you know reach out to me on Facebook or via my website, and let's see if you know if or how I can help you and have you work work with me. And so, what would um, someone who's interested? What would they be looking for? Would it be or what would they be committing to? Is it sort of a program? Is it? Yeah, it's basically yeah. The, the, my 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 VIP programs are six months, one to one, where it's a combination of virtual virtual um you know coaching and also uh in-person work here so you can fly out to san diego and you spend uh a day and a half with me um getting personal coaching in person so that's where the deepest work i think comes from from that plus the the online stuff and we just and we dive deep and i find that the reason why i i, I now do longer commitments is that i find that's when the deepest work happens mm-hmm. when it's like a one-off session or it's like just 30 days you know you know one month or two months even it's like it's the it, it gives it's almost like there's um some false success what i mean by that is like you get you get some traction you kind of you get some beginners kind of high from like i'm getting some results but then like you're you haven't really embodied it and and sustained it in a way so that's why like the longer duration feels like a much i get i've I've seen clients get way better results and and more sustainable results with that so yeah i I just love kind of really just going deep and with clients so Wonderful. Well, thank you so much for chatting today. It was great to get to know you. Yeah. Thank you, Julia. Hopefully, you know, if at least one person is served powerfully by this, by this message, I'll be happy. So nice to talk to Jeffrey. It's always so interesting to hear different perspectives on living more joyfully. And I love how he broke it down to a practical action that you can take just by putting aside a minute or two to just be with yourself, just noticing where you are, what your thoughts are, and maybe most importantly, what your body is communicating. It's a tiny practice of clearing space and tuning into yourself and then asking what's true. Jeffrey called it energetic self-awareness, a great reminder to use your body as a guide. It's not all about what you're thinking and believing. It's also about how you're feeling and using all aspects of your experience to get clear on what you want. So I hope you enjoyed the show. I am starting a new segment on the Joy Factor podcast, and it's all about things that are bringing me joy. Today, I've got Blue Apron on my mind. And I have to say, I'm impressed. Blue Apron, in case you don't know, is a food delivery system where you can have meals brought to your door every week or every month, or you can pick. And the food always arrives fresh. And there's a beautiful recipe card and directions that come with it. So you're basically getting all the ingredients that you need to make a great meal And these recipes have really captured the attention of both my daughters, and we're really enjoying working on making the meals together. 
and our whole family has enjoyed trying food we wouldn't otherwise try, like cod stew. Is something I would have never thought to make, but that was one of the recipes and it was delicious. My favorite meal so far, in fact. So we're ordering two meals a month and it really is a perfect way to try something new and have a little fun in the process. So if you're interested in trying a meal for free, go ahead and send me a message on the Joy Factor Facebook page and I'll send you an invitation. I've only got five to share, so don't delay and have a great day. Thank you for listening to The Joy Factor. For more information, visit www.thejoyfactorpodcast.com.